Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I am your host, Aida, founder of Unlimited Brands, a lifestyle clothing line. And I'm your co-host, Simone, a content creator and founder of Meal Prep Venues. Every Thursday, we talk about something new, something fun, something practical or inspiring. We like to keep it real, relatable, relevant, and above all, unscripted. So turn up the volume on your drive to work or grab your glass of wine, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. I am Simone McKenna. I am joined with Aida Pickering. You've got to change your name on here, girlfriend. Altman. <laughs> Married Aida. Married Aida. <laughs> Y'all, we have had a moment to get here today, but I don't want to waste any more time because I need you to meet our special guests. Okay. We have Amber and Chelsea from Lemon Cake. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade, make lemon cake. And I'm here for it. Yes. Welcome to the show. Finally. Thank you. How good. I love having you on. So full disclosure, Amber, I like fangirl over Amber. I have for years, haven't I? And I don't know if we've actually ever met in person, but um, Amber runs a really cool kids gym out in like in Columbus, Ohio. For those of you who are local, you have to follow her and find out. She's just <laughs> one of those moms who i know no moms have their ish together but if a mom was to ever have their ish together it would be amber <laughs> because oh, wow. i am so glad i have you fooled <laughs> you've won me over that way yeah because i think how hard motherhood is and then you just have and i'll let you dive into this a little bit more about what you do but like you have so many more difficult things on your platter and yet you get through it gracefully and share so openly and I think that's very powerful in motherhood because it can be so easy to only share the really good and happy times but to show the hard and to show the challenging and that seems to be honestly right in the front and center of your world so if you can just and the both of you as well Chelsea I'm getting to know you more and more and I'm, I'm loving what I'm learning about you but I want to know who is Amber, who is Chelsea, and who are you together? Absolutely. Um, thanks for saying all of those very kind things. And Simone, I don't think we have actually crossed paths in person. I know, but wild. Social media many times and your little boy. Mm, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So I own um, an indoor adaptive kids play gym called Better Together Planasium. And we created it because of my son, Kai. But I'll give SparkNotes version about Kai. He was born with a condition called hydrocephalus. That is water on the brain. And that fluid just caused a laundry list of complications. Um, and so he's developmentally delayed in a wheelchair, nonverbal. But I say no matter what all of his list of diagnoses are, he is one happy kid. So to hear you say that is... It's ironic because he doesn't feel like he has all those challenges because he does not let that get to him or let that stop him for anything. Mm. Um, so he makes it a lot easier to find the joy in, in those challenges, which come along with parenting a child with disabilities. Mm -hmm. The best part about all of it and starting the Planasium is making these connections like getting to know you, Simone, and more importantly, my friend Chelsea, which has led us to this not only 
awesome venture with our YouTube channel and with Lemon Cake, but with our friendship. And when we connected at the Planasium, it was ironic because I was like, wow, we are very similar. And then we both ended up getting pregnant around the same time. We're like, wow, <laughs> everything is just really lining up. <laughs> we're like the same human. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that we're friends. But um, I was a teacher previously and I really like my newfound entrepreneurship world and getting to have the flexibility of parenting my kids while also running my business. So it's been a lot of fun, but that's where Chelsea and I met. So I don't know if Chelsea wants to share a little bit about that and about yeah, who she I is. Do. Yeah. Um, so Amber came to the rescue in 2020 when we had just moved. Now I'm, I've been in Columbus for over a decade, but we moved to a new side of town and then the world shut down. And I have a child with special needs. My, my daughter, who is my oldest of two, she's seven now, but at the time she was four and she has a rare genetic disorder in storage. We have to do a lot of blood sugar checks. She's on a feeding tube. She's also on the spectrum with a global delay. So it was hard to find a place where she really fit in or we weren't scared at a lot. And when I found the Planasium, not only was I really excited that they were open and they were available, but that it was one of the first places, if not the first place we found that I felt like we fit in and that people weren't judging us. Even going to playgrounds, anytime I had to take out her feeding tube or do a blood sugar check or she would have a behavioral meltdown, there's just a lot of staring. And you would think that that wouldn't happen in today's day and age when it's a little bit more accept, like people have more of an acceptance and an understanding or an overall awareness, but you're acutely aware when you're a mother. So the Planasium provided a wonderful space for Kinnon to play, but it also provided a place where I felt like I could let my guard down. And then meeting Amber, meeting her mom, we have so much in common, like Amber said. And so now here we are starting a venture together, which like Amber said, she was a teacher before. I come from art and fashion. I was a stylist for a long time, never saw myself in this type of space, but I have a lot of entrepreneurial spirit in me. Um, do a couple of different things now, but I would say what we're doing through Lemon Cake, connecting people through, you know, challenging experiences and giving them hope in that has been such a gift. And we joke around all the time. We're like, this is kind of therapy for us. <laughs> you know, we're trying 100%. <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing what we're doing and our friendship gets to flourish in the process too. So what is Lemon Cake? Amber, you want to go or? I got you. Um, so lemon cake, it was so funny. Chelsea and I were actually probably at the Planasium, I think. And Chelsea had left and she texted me and was like, you know what? What if we hopped on Instagram live together and just chatted through some of these things that people ask us on the regular as parents of children with medical complexities? Like, let's just hop on and let's just kind of air it out and let it not be this like a uh, taboo thing to talk about. Let's just put it out there. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we like sat at like 9 PM at her house randomly one night and got on an Instagram live. And we were like, wow, that was fun. Like when we were all done and I was like, I think we should keep doing this. And we we're like, let's, let's make a YouTube channel. 
like, sure, we'll just answer people's questions. And the funny thing is, I don't know, you said it first, Chelsea, but she said something about like, we need to make lemon cake or make making cake. I think it was you. And then I was like, oh, it's like that tagline when life hands you lemons. And we're like, yeah, but lemonade is boring. <laughs> and then we literally were like, okay, well, we need a name for our channel. And I'm like, let's call it lemon cake. Like, love, it love. makes the most sense. It's true. I love it. It's so good. And I, so do you have like do people send in questions and or you just kind of brainstorm of things that you've been asked during the week or the month or however often you release episodes to kind of cover those topics? I'd say it's a little mix of both. We we do like to poll people quite a bit and find out what's currently on people's minds. But most of the content we have filmed so far has been questions that have just been pooling for the last five years. You know, Kai is six, Ken is seven. So the last five years or so of our life, we've just gotten a series of questions and we realized that we both get a lot of the same stuff. So part of this is yes, but they're old questions people didn't quite know they were asking us. Uh, and then we are continuing to interview and poll people and chat with people online to see what what is it that they're curious about now, whether this is people that are other parents or caregivers of kids with special needs, or these are teachers or siblings or just friends, people that are curious, how do I interact with someone who has medical complexities? Tell me more about this. Tell me more about that. How do they handle this? Can I say this? Can I say that? And I think that there's so much um, there, there's there's a lot of conversation around these topics now, which is great. It's really healthy. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that still don't know how to ask or if it's okay to ask. So we're just trying to open up that floor. Yes. And I think, too, a lot of the time what will happen is in our conversations, which I ironically are pretty unscripted, um, <laughs> we will be like, we'll be done recording. And we're like, oh, my goodness, when you said X, Y, Z, we need to talk about that. And so it just kind of snowballs into like, well, it's our everyday life. And we had to shift from this mindset of like, well, we live it every day, but everybody else doesn't. So that could be something else we could share with our audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love, I, I love that you're doing two things. You are, first of all, making people aware that they're not alone in that journey. Uh, and I think that also empowers people in those situations to either advocate for themselves and their kids, to really look into their lives and see where you might like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I never knew that this was possible. I never knew that I could do that. Or this, this, this makes sense now all of a sudden. And that, that relieves us of much stress and sometimes anxiety. And I feel like you're really creating like a safe space to feel valued, feel loved, feel appreciated and, and understood, right? Um, my question to you when you say that you've, you've been covering questions, you know, of the past five years, are there common questions that keep coming back? There are specific topics that anybody listening right now would totally like want to, you know, follow you, listen to your episodes, go on YouTube. Like what are some of the common questions that you get? I think one of the first ones that a lot of people get is that, how can I include your child? I think everybody's kind of past this, like they want to include them, but they just simply don't know how. Like speaking from my son's experience with him in a wheelchair, he's a very um, 
when you look at him, it's very clear that he has a disability, right? He's in a wheelchair. He's not making eye contact with you. He's not able to have a verbal conversation. So a lot of times people are like, we want Kai to be a part of X, Y, Z, but how do we do that? So that question comes up a lot. Um, and so I think, and it's hard to answer just that specifically because it varies for every single kid. But what I always continue to come back to, and Chelsea and I have talked about in the past is, I think the first step is to always just say hello, introduce yourself and um, ask how they're doing, like taking it back to those basics, just like we do with our health. Like it should be the same thing. Like if you're going to say, hi, my name is Amber. How are you today? Say the same thing to Kai and he may not be able to answer that, but you have recognized him as a person. And then me as the caregiver can step in and say, oh, this is Kai. And explain, you know, that he's not able to say hello back. And and so Chelsea and I have talked about that touch base before. Of like, it's just so simple as like greeting yourself and introducing yourself to that person. Um, Chelsea, can you think of something else that like comes up frequently? Um, I would say one of the things that we offer on our show is, and we were talking about this a little bit previously, with the name Lemon Cake, it, it elicits a lot more fun and joy. And a lot of people, when you, and you guys have been through hard things, we've all been through hard things, and people will say stuff like, you're so brave, I don't know how you do it. And it's a normal comment to make, but... It puts us in that position, and I'm sure if you've heard this based on the situation you've been through, it's almost like, well, I don't want compliments for how hard my life is. And so it's not necessarily that this is a question form that we get from people, but we get this comment a lot. You're so brave. You're so strong. I don't know how you do it. And it always comes back to centering ourselves, finding joy in moments, not being Pollyanna and pretending everything is perfect. I'm not saying that by any means, but Simone, you made a comment about how Amber is so good at showing both sides of life. She's so good at showing that life is hard, but she's also happy and she finds joy in it. So one of the things that we really try to reflect on Lemon Cake is that here's the reality of certain things that we're going through or our children are going through. But our kids are also feeding off of our emotions and how we handle things. So we need to make sure that even when it's really hard, we know when to put on a good face, when to pull through, when to lean into community therapy, um, our partner, whoever it might be, to be able to carry us through because they will wear the same emotions that we're wearing. And I'm sorry, as a mom, I still want my child, regardless of her situation, to have a wonderful life. To want her to be happy because it's the only life that she has. This is the only life that I have. And we can make a choice to dwell in the hardship of it or to try to focus on all of the positives. And I think that's where community comes in. And one of the hardest things that people in the medically complex world of parenting, I think, deal with is loneliness. And so we're trying to give this well, look, at there's hardship and there's joy. Find community, find people, whether it's through social media, whether it's through somebody in your own home or a friend. But we just want to add more of that and tell more of the fun stories and help people focus on the positives in any situation. You answered my question before I could even ask because I think you really hit the nail on the head there with 
you know, I find when I'm having a hard time, so my son is three and I feel like it's hard right now for me as a mom. I, I find myself searching for the women who are in that phase with me and the women who have been through it before because they have great advice. But I also think like, well, oh, sometimes if they've got six and seven-year-olds, maybe they've forgotten quite how it feels. So you're searching for those people who are in that same spot as you. So that, that was my question. Like before you had each other, did you feel like you did put a lot of that onto your spouse or or onto a therapist or like is Sometimes I feel like when my emotions are shot at home, like I can bring down my whole house in a matter of seconds. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say that it took me a while to actually admit and realize that what I had experienced was actual trauma. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually been going to therapy for a while and that's what I found works for me. And I do have a wonderful support system. My parents and my in-laws have been with us every step of the way. They step in and help with our, both of our kids. Um, My spouse has been wonderful. He, we, we really do a good job of kind of taking turns in the needs of all of that. And we've been there through the thick of it with everything with Kai from day one But I did find that when I went to a therapist before I found, and I still continue to do that, but before I found an even bigger community of other moms and or parents of kids with disabilities, um, I had to address that I had experienced a major trauma in my life and was going to continue to do that. And that was something I had to process and realize, wow, okay. You know, sometimes you think of like these traumas as like, oh, an airplane crashed and like this fiery you know, burning up fiery airplane. I'm like, or something like just crazy like that. You're like, wait, no, the birth of my child really was very traumatic and it became something I never expected. And so that's why I feel like these, this community of people, I'm always, Chelsea and I are trying to like pull them out of the woodworks and be like, it's not the end of the world. It's like, Chelsea said, it's your, it's your one and only life. It's their one and only life. You got to make the best of it. And you really can find the joy in it. And it doesn't have to be this horrible traumatic thing that you sit in all of the time Mm -hmm. I also want to bring up um now I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely butcher this so take over and save the day okay but I know through the planasium through the email marketing we got notified about a survey that we could sign in regards to helping make playgrounds more inclusive within the Columbus area and, and beyond and this is I don't know if it's because I'm naive or what, but I used to be a teacher as well, Amber. That's what I did before I moved to the USA. And that used to be at my front of my mind all the time. You know, like, does this playground allow for my... I had a little boy in a wheelchair. I had a little boy who was nonverbal in different years and things. Like, now that I go to playgrounds daily with Gray, it's like, holy shoot. Yes, what what are we doing? Who is planning these? And why do they all have to be the exact same? in regards to what we have. And um, when I saw that survey come through, of course, I was you know, instantly going to sign it. But what are some other like initiatives that you guys are doing and how can we, where can we promote these for you and tell our listeners to go to, to help fund or move them forward or bring them to the centre of attention? Absolutely. I feel like so that um, specific initiative or helping a another uh, consultant who actually has a son with autism and she has experienced similar things of like 
though he is physically able to do some of the other things, um, running around, he's not near as coordinated and he's just not a safe environment for him. Um, so she's kind of leading the charge on that. And so I feel like the hopes would be is if we're able to bring it to our city and make it something that people see is um, really successful and really necessary that that can just continue to snowball and grow from there. Um, a lot of the times it's like, why do people put mulch chips on a playground? I mean, even not a kid in a wheelchair, any kid can run around and just like fall and like stab their hand on a piece of mulch. Why is that what not we're doing? Not to mention the toxic, like the toxic effects of that. Like I am the worst person when it comes to this. I was like, Chelsea can talk to that for sure. I was like, don't take your shoes off. Exactly. Go around the turf, Gray. Go around the turf. No, it's too right. hot. Go around. Right. Right. <laughs> And, you know, the funny thing is a lot of people ask me, like, well, what's the answer? And I'm like, truthfully, I don't know. I built our indoor playground because I have a lot more control with that than, like, an outdoor one. And I feel like it's going to take a lot of different parties and moving parts to see, like, what that actually could look like. Um, and so we are supporting her name is Jessica Bennett in that venture here in Columbus. Um, right now it's just in the phases of spreading the word and signing um, the appropriate um, documents to let people higher up know that it's just even a necessary thing. Um, so we're just kind of like sharing our stories. I know I actually sent something to her today that was like part of Kai's story and some pictures because she's going to be talking to some councilmen tomorrow night. So hopes that that would get the ball rolling and then the next step would even be funding. So we're not even to that point yet, but um, also in a more ideal world, I'd love to put more better together planasians out into yes. the world. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but no, no, stop. Are we able to duplicate your mom? <laughs> we need her at every location. You're telling me. I mean, we need to learn how to clone a Mary and then we can make it happen because I feel similarly. I need like six of my mom. <laughs> so does Gray. Just, just ask it. I love that. that. Awesome. I just... I just love what you women are doing. I love that you're doing it together because I think there is um, so much education that can come out of your conversations for everybody. But then I also think, like you say, the therapy that you are experiencing having those conversations with each other um, is truly, I'm so glad that you walked into her Pinesium when you did, Chelsea, because I feel like this is just going to make waves and make some really big things happen in Columbus and hopefully beyond. Um, now, I know we need to wrap this up, but I have one last question, and this is really not related. So I eat it. I eat it every night. Go for it. <laughs> your children have very similar names from, and like you're talking about. So you, with your, you, your eldest, because they were born before you knew each other. So it just so happened that you had a tie and a cannon. Cannon. What are your younger two names? <laughs> I need. I need to know. Mine is Wesley. That's right. You mentioned Wesley. Well, you know what? Chelsea threw it all off because mine is Cameron. So we had Kenan, Kai, Cameron, and then she had to go throw in Wesley. Uh, uh, he's a wild man. So he's allowed to be out on his own. But I think like Kenan and Kai is just another future show in the making. Like the Kenan. I love it. 100%. Yeah, they'll do. 
Exactly. I love that. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time. I was supposed to take show notes. I didn't take a single word down, Aida. So I will listen and write. You guys were in a groove of the conversation. It was nice just listening to all here because I myself learned so much. Um, I don't have kids of my own, but it's always interesting to see, like putting myself in your shoes, how that experience can look like for you. And so I, I'm just grateful that we were able to have you on and chat. I welcome the part two. I feel like, you know, there's, there's so much that can evolve from what you're doing. And so if there's anything that we can do to support you, to keep having these important conversations, to support your community that you're building, just let us know. We're here to help. So thank, thank you. <laughs> don't worry, Simone. <laughs> I'm going to throw all the information in the show notes when I do write them. So make sure you, you know, scroll through them and, and get connected with these ladies so you can see what they're up to in the future. Yeah, thank you so oh, much for having us. This was so much fun. Oh, my God. Before we do, you know, uh, did we capture your handles um, for YouTube and Instagram? Need that. Put... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you mentioned it. Yes, please. <laughs> it's It's very easy. It's just making lemon cake on Instagram and on YouTube. And we welcome all the conversation possible. So people can send us questions. They can interact, create community with us. Um, and I think, you know, Simone, to your question previously about supporting this type of community, one thing that we've been really big on is making sure people feel comfortable just asking questions and interacting, not just watching. And it comes down to when you're around people as well, if you're surrounded by a bunch of people Keep your head out of your phone. See what's going on around you. Say hi to people and mm -hmm. actually interact. You don't know who you're going to run into or what kind of impact you might make. Absolutely. Well said. Well, said. well thank you so much again, ladies. Yes. <laughs> thank thank you. you. This was so much fun. I loved it. Fun. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. We really hope you enjoyed today's show. We release new episodes every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. You can find us on all the major platforms. While you're at it, help us spread the word. Tell a friend and leave us a rating on iTunes. Oh, and let's be Instagram besties too. Follow us at underscore the unscripted podcast and let's connect. Until, Until next time. time.